You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hello, Riverdale gang. Uh, I am back. Uh, Chloe's not just for this week. Um, as sometimes happens, Chloe's day job has um, consumed her like a wolf, uh, as well as the art that she does in the evenings. Um, so Chloe's taking a much-needed impromptu rest, um, which opened up a spot for me to bring in one last guest host. And this is someone I was really, really hoping to sneak on the podcast this year. Um, say hello to Amanda Conkin. Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm joining from another uh, Thunderquack podcast. I'm from the Quiver, the Green Arrow podcast. I'm really happy to be joining Ryan Karen, who didn't say his name at the beginning of the podcast. I find that should weird. I do that? I don't know. You just say hi, welcome. It's me, and that's so great. I love that. That sort of informality. It's good. We're always so formal over on See, Quiver. But they they are the gang, and oh, thus, um, yeah, gotcha. we're leaning into the folksiness of oh. the original IP. It works. It works. Good. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad to be joining the gang on Riverdale. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, now, all of our guests this season, we've had a, a bunch of cool people, local artists. Um, uh, I'll talk, I want to talk all about who you are, but first of all, um, everyone who's been on the show has either been a fan or like a love-hate critic or someone mm-hmm. who watches um, regularly. Yes. What's your relationship to Riverdale, Amanda? So, I've never watched Riverdale. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to do, I don't know if you listen to Quiver, I've done this one other time in which I was unable to watch the episode before we recorded, so I just came, to, I went to Mike's house and we just had to watch it for the first time, and it was a really interesting experience for me to sort of have that first, first-hand experience of, like, experiencing the show while I, while I podcast about it. Mm-hmm. And so I mentioned this to Ryan and he said, you know what would be funny? <laughs> Why don't you come on to Riverdale Game Podcast? Now, here's the thing. I did watch the first half of the first episode. So you're going to so recognize who's who. I recognize less, who's who. I'm also aware of popular culture and I'm a huge fan of Archie comics. Yeah. So I you do come at it properties. with the original properties. I understand that this is a different world. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm coming at it with that. But basically I wanted to sort of go on to one of Thunderquack's other podcasts and sort of maybe people are coming over from Quiver with me for the first time, which would be really awesome um, to experience what it's like on a different, a completely different tone. Um, because something, if you listen to Quiver, you know that Mike and I have a very particular repartee. Um, Ryan is probably my second oldest friend. I think it would be hey. either you or Andrew. One of the two after Mike. Like me and Mike yeah. have known each other for a really long time. But Whichever me and Andrew was like hit the friend mark first. It was it's ambiguous. It's but, ambiguous. Uh, <laughs> but I've known, I've Andrew known Lynch, Ryan. Who you've heard before. Yeah. And I've known Ryan for a really long long time um and but it's gonna be a different it's a different dynamic with you and i'm really yeah. excited to if people like i bring a little bit of this sort of um social awareness and try to like do stuff and mike is a nice contrast sometimes to that obviously he's got a lot of uh, a lot of interesting perspectives as well but this i think river gang double down on the conversations <laughs> that are like really poignant and relevant and uh and that i'm really excited to sort of see that and be a part of it here so thanks for having me yeah i think me and chloe feel really lucky that we stumbled into a show that is accidentally super social commentary, socially relevant, pushing certain boundaries, screwing up in certain other interesting ways, um, because that's very much our meat. Um, We love to dig into that social dynamic of the filmmaking. Um, A few other things I uh, am excited to hear Amanda's take on. Um, Amanda is a uh, film producer, production coordinator, works in animation as her day job. Um, She's got, I think, 
probably more than any, anyone else we've talked to, um, a good sense of the technical and production flow of things. Um, I'm I'm curious to see what this show looks like to producer brain. Oh, yeah. Because um, there's a lot that's sharp. There's a lot that's messy and weird. There's a lot that probably was just, hap- just happened because they ran out of the day on the shoot. <laughs> um, anything that chimes up there. Um, it also, in our little town of Riverdale, is election season for the mayor. Um, Fred Andrews, Archie's dad, versus yeah. Hermione Lodge, uh, Veronica's oh. mother. See, I know both those last names. I would have figured that out. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and I actually uh, worked with Amanda on her campaign last year. Uh, last year. Wow, it was, yeah, all, it was, it was a, a year ago. Yeah. 18 lives ago. But yeah. last year, last spring, for the uh, BC Green Party. Yeah, yeah, that was super fun. I ran in a really difficult district. Mm-hmm. Um, against I, the current but, attorney general. Yeah, I ran against somebody who was a real established, everybody loved him. Um, <laughs> and it, But it was it was something that I've, I mean, I've lived here for like a decade and I'm really committed to this particular area and honestly was just really frustrated mm-hmm. with, so I'll bring a little bit of that interesting uh, side notes to it, but it just, it was a thing where I had gone on a vacation to Mexico right after Trump was elected in the States. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. And just the, the the culture around it or the feelings and there was electricity and I couldn't sleep on the plane ride home and I realized I had to do something. Mm-hmm. And so literally the next day I got home and I was like, if I was to run with a political party in this provincial election, which one would it be? And I emailed the Green Party because they had a lot of things that I was really excited about and they were running on this time. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they just got me to fill out an application and I did it. So it was a really cool thing. And then... <laughs> dragged Ryan through that for many months. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, but it was really awesome. So I'm excited to sort of uh, see what the elections are like here in uh, Riverdale. And Yeah, again, it's it's a nice framing story for our episode today, which um, I'm so psyched to have you for this episode, especially. Um, uh, not only is it a relevant plot um, from some cool stuff we've done together, um, but it's also, um, this is the third last episode of the season, so the plots are coming together. So you really are going to get a little best of the best of the season. I've, I've watched the episode already today, I know what happens, um, I'm ready to chime in that part, yeah. and fill in some blanks. Awesome. Uh, but I do want to give you a real quick summary, um, after, uh, actually just before I forget, um, a little bit of cool Riverdale news. Um, it looks like, uh, Tony Topaz and Reggie Mantle, the actors, have been picked up as season regulars next year. Um, we're gonna see maybe a little What's Up with Reggie, uh, today. Uh, we're in love with Tony Topaz in every which way, who you might not know, man. I don't know. Tony Tony Topaz, Topaz. that's a name that I don't recognize. She is a relatively new character to the comics, Mm -hmm. uh, in the same vein of Kevin Keller, uh, addressing some diversity gaps. Um, Tony is a bisexual black indigenous woman who is an activist and uh, a member of a gang and like... What, Riverdale? What is Riverdale doing? Yeah! That's so exciting! Tony's amazing and uh, is seeing Miss Cheryl Blossom. Oh, uh-huh. interesting. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Well, there um, are a lot of interesting things on Riverdale. Man, Arrow is so, like, one note when it comes to, like, <laughs> what we can talk about. So, uh, where we're at right now, mm-hmm. uh, some things going on in our world. Um, our big four are Archie Andrews. Mm-hmm. Um, Archie, um, there's a lot of focus on this season on the um, relationship between him and, him and his dad. His dad's running for mayor. Um, there's some health scares. His dad's the dude from 90210, yeah? Uh, Luke Perry? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all the parents are, like, former hot teen stars from the 80s and 90s. <laughs> That's it's great. great. Um, yeah, uh, Skeet Ulrich nice. as, as, uh, Jughead's dad. Oh, no way. Um, Madshin, um, oh god, I can't pronounce it. Uh, 
someone that I yeah, recognize. Um, yeah. You're going to recognize her. You're going to I don't think we don't see Molly Ringwald this episode. But oh, that's yeah. Archie's mom. Oh, I don't um, know. Her. Oh, the parents are cool. a lovely dimension of this show. Nice. Um so Archie um a couple episodes ago they brought in his iconic jalopy as mm-hmm. a big bonding nice. moment. There's a lot of sweet uh stuff, but also some like building dynamics between the Andrews uh uh parents in this in this world. Uh Fred is a single parent. Molly's amicably separated and lives in Chicago. Cool. Um, so that's a lot of what's going on with Archie, the the, the fair, familiar bare bones. Um, Betty Cooper, um, again, we're really focused on this mother-daughter da- dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, this season brought in her long-lost brother, Chick, mm-hmm. uh, which really threw a wrench in that. And um, we're really not fond of Hal Cooper, who is Betty's dad. Chloe and I are not okay. fond of Hal Cooper. He is a dork, mm-hmm. and we're waiting for him to go away one way or another. Oh. Um, that's addressed this episode extensively. Oh, Nice. Okay. Um, Veronica Lodge, um, her big thing this season, now that she's established in the gang, is uh, really taking a, an interest in her parents' business, really getting involved with that family dynamic, um, and spending more time. Um, her dad was in jail. Last at the first. Season. Yeah, that was the yeah. thing. Okay. Hiram Lodge is now out of jail and oh. in Riverdale. Oh. Uh, and uh, they've spent a lot of time on the dynamic that you'll remember from the comic books between Hiram and Archie and Veronica. That family dynamic has really been... Uh, there's been a lot of, between those three characters building up. Um, so yeah. the real question. Yeah. Who is Archie dating? Betty uh, or currently Veronica? Veronica. Currently. Okay. Um, I think Betty and Jughead are still together? Yeah, they are. Okay. Yeah, Bughead's still on. I remember that being a thing about people being upset about... Because, yeah. you know, from popular culture, I pay attention to things like the fact that they mm-hmm. are not really being true to Jughead's asexuality. Oh, totally. That's that's a that's a huge issue. Yeah, and that um and anyways and that the that Betty and Jughead are dating and I thought that was really uh-huh. weird. So obviously in the first episode that I half watched, that mm-hmm. was not a thing. So I'm interested <laughs> to see sort of what that is. And also I have a weird relationship with like Cole Sprouse. Like yeah. like having watched like I loved Friends growing up, and like oh, I forget he was Ben. Right? He was Ben. Of course. And so I have a really interesting relationship with Cole Sprouse. So I'm excited. Oh, the Christmas to sort of armadillo watch was him. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Um. Oh. Oh. That. Oh. Yeah. Um. Cool. <laughs> Great. Jughead. Anyways. So that's, um, yeah. Jughead's been actually low key plot wise last couple of episodes. Yeah. Um. But a lot of. A lot comes up for him here about um, about his friends from the south side. Um, a lot of Jug's plot has been, like, class issues, that he's from the wrong side of the tracks. Oh, okay. And dealing with his friends from the south side and his friends Archie and Gang from the north side and the, like, issues of uh, poverty and class. There is a south side and a north side of Riverdale. There is. Oh, interesting. So, like, those are some bare, bare bones to get yeah, you going. Yeah, that's good. Um, other I important like I can people. I questions as I go through, too. Yeah. Um, Reggie Mantle um, mm-hmm. is around. He hasn't done too much... Reggie's the rich guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and Cheryl Blossom um, was a bit of our frenemy antagonist from the first season. Yeah, is she in now integrated? In uh, season, yes, with with caveat. She's okay. still periodically a chaos causer of frenemy. Okay. Um, they recently had a school musical that involved drama of her in the lead role and oh. being recast. And... So, fun fact about Amanda Conkin. Yeah. Um... I have a special relationship with Cheryl Blossom because Ooh. as a youngin in elementary school, I like to do... So I've always been sort of a producer and I and I yeah. look back on this and I'm kind of like, oh yeah, I used to do this. 
I made my friends in, I think, the fifth, sixth, or seventh grade. It was sometime in my elementary school where I was on, like, the south side of the building. Because I just remember that okay. part of the building. I made them do an Archie scene <laughs> in class for our class. And, like, not as a director, not, not as an actor, but, like, we just, as a we producer. We just all did it. And I remember doing little things like this all the time. Like, once we did a dance for the school and the other time. Anyways... But I played Cheryl Blossom in the Archie scene for everybody, Aww. and I dyed my hair with strawberry Kool-Aid. So I remember, this was back before, like, it was, like, a thing. To, it was, like, back when, I don't know, you could dye your hair with Kool-Aid. And I just remember for, like, a week just chewing on my hair because it tasted like Kool-Aid. Uh-huh. It's just, like, an interesting... <laughs> so anyways, my relationship with Cheryl Blossom is playing Cheryl Blossom in a play that I made my friends do for our, like, sixth grade elementary school and dyeing mm-hmm. my hair with Kool-Aid. So. Well, we love our Cheryl Blossom here yeah. as much as she is an insane, um, catty, <laughs> vindictive, um, occasionally empathy-lacking robot of a human <laughs> who doesn't know how to human. We love her anyway. Right on. She's, she's learning how to human. Right on. With her adorable supportive girlfriend. Oh, that's good. Um, and, of course, uh, my boy Kevin Keller nice. um, is also here. He's um, he's around the episode today. Um, he's had some fun plot this nice. um, this season, I guess. Um, a lot has been happening with his dad, the sheriff, and oh. Mayor McCoy, who recently abdicated, that's Josie's mom. Um, oh. You'll note I may have forgotten to recap Josie too much. That's because she's been tragically and horrifyingly underused this season. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, and doesn't do a whole lot this episode either. Okay. Um, which is sad and wrong. That's uh, We'll compartmentalize because I'm seeing only like the one part of it yeah. and then I can maybe delve into more things. I'd have a much bigger rant about the underutilization of Josie if this was a Josie-ish episode. Okay. Ironically. Anyway. Interesting. No. I think that's enough preamble to jump in. That's good. Um, yeah. I do, uh, I mean, I guess we can maybe talk about it when we go in, but from the producer, I do want to sort of mention, it's kind of like this cool, interesting uh, thing that I just read, it came up in my feed, but the city of Vancouver has just, like, released a, like, visit the Riverdale filming spots, oh, cool. like, as oh a Oh my gosh, we need thing. to do that. Yeah, so. I we, need to do that. We talk about this all the time on Quiver about mm-hmm. going and seeing the arrow spots, but we would then have to compile them ourselves. Oh yeah. So and instead now. Chloe's always like, oh yeah, that's my high school. Right, that's exactly. my old gym. That's yeah. my classroom. Yeah. That's New West. I recognize those street signs. So that's the cool thing is they've actually, is you have a handy dandy sort of guide that you can go through, so I think that's kind of cool. Oh my gosh. Um, um, I think we might have just gotten our, like, summer hiatus project. That's We say that all the time, that we always want to do that. If somebody in the Thunderquack Network could actually do that, it would be the best. Well, we might be you two like, it and establish a model. Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. So good. I love this idea. Okay. Um, tabling that for future brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, shall we jump on in? Yeah. Great. Uh, ready with us, gang? I'm going to hit the the uh, button for the Netflix. Badoom. Sound. Uh, so cute that everybody is a gang. Yes. I love it. So, our intensive recap of everything that's going on. This is Midge Clump. So, who's... Who, uh, Mid- of Midge that... and Moose. Oh! Um, Midge was straight murdered two, two episodes ago. What? Yeah. No way! Um, Do we know by who? Uh, by the Black Hood, who is Riverdale's resident serial killer. Okay. Um, this is the million dollars that Veronica um, extorted from her attempted rapist. Okay. So here's Archie. Um, he is offering to Mr. Lodge to murder the serial killer. Wow, Mr. Lodge is a hottie. Mr. Lodge is a hottie. He's supposed to be super old. Um, Betty is being Nancy Drew and is finding out the identity of this serial killer. 
by literally looking at Nancy Drew books. Wait, is literally. It a girl? Uh, no, this, oh, this is, is Betty. He oh. um, has been psychologically torturing her all season. Oh my god! By making her see herself as a serial killer. Now here's Chick, her long lost brother, uh. who uh, she discovered after bringing him home is actually Chick's former roommate who murdered him, disemboweled him, and and stole his identity. What? So she delivered him to the serial killer to be disposed of. She suspects, what? however, that the serial killer might be her father, Hal Cooper. Oh my god! Yes. So here's Archie campaigning for Fred Andrews for mayor. That is just... Okay, is it weird that his hair just looks like the wrong color on him? Mm-mm. I'm gonna, It's like, super unnatural. It's he's, super um, weird. He's uh, Maori from New yeah. Zealand, and apparently that hair is like uh, super fake red in real life, but it's color graded to this. Interesting. So, yeah. Ooh, that was like an interesting little, uh, I'm voting for Hiram Lodge, and he's like, don't mm-hmm. you mean Hermione Lodge? And yep. just the idea that it's like, just... Mm-hmm going off of his... Because Hermione... Correct me if I'm wrong, but Hermione's not really in the comic books. She is a non-entity in most of the comics. She is a powerhouse in the show. She was a major character in the whole first season, and then her husband joined her, and the plot really shifted. Interesting. Oh, hey, Lachlan! Yeah, we despise him. Oh, is is Lachlan Hal Cooper? That's his name? Yeah, his name's Lachlan Monroe. Do you know him? Um, Well, he's a local actor. He was in a couple of the things that I helped to uh, PM or APM one time. Oh, cool. I mean, I I imagine he's lovely. Yeah. His character's he awful. Also, he also um, <laughs> came to Penticton one time, like small town Penticton, mm. was in a club and was the hottest thing that Penticton had ever seen. Everyone was like, ooh, it's the guy from the show. Hal Cooper? Yeah, right? Because he was on, he was on like That's the, most the small 90s, town thing I've ever like heard. a bunch of 90s like shows, right? Right, right like he all was, the like, parents. Big, yeah, so. Okay, so um, last episode, Archie was abducted by uh, this dude from New York who tried to... Uh, who tried to rape Veronica and Cheryl and who was beat down Jeez. by the pussycats. So he tried to abduct Whoa, and murder Archie in order to extort money from the lodges. Um, oh, her, uh, Veronica uh, roofied him and sold him back to his parents for a million dollars. OMG. Yeah. So um, all of... <laughs> what? Yeah. All of the mafia family princes are coming to court her this episode because her dad is actually a gang boss. Okay. Yeah. Um, his money is from crime. Excellent. That's upsetting. So So a major plot this whole season is he's trying to essentially buy Riverdale in Uh order to turn it into a massive privatized prison town. Okay. That's terrible. For money. With the mob. And so getting... Oh, and so Mm -hmm. this is the conflict that they have now is that he's campaigning for his dad and it's like a conflict Mm -hmm. for the lodges. What does Veronica think about that? Um, She's been on her mom's team. She's playing with her family, but you can see that she's really conflicted with it. Oh, okay. Um, Definitely. Is it like a contentious point for their relationship? Like Archie and Veronica having to deal with like the different... Interesting. They've been dealing with being on different sides of this little Romeo and Juliet campaign thing. And is it um, like a doubling down on like morals? Like they're both like one of them has completely different. Like the lodges are after something completely different than. Yes, Archie's very much the moral pawn. Yeah. Um, okay. and he flip flops sides as his morals are played a lot this season. Right. Um. Uh, context for this scene. Uh, Mr. Lodge is um talking him into uh, restarting his militia. So oh, earlier in the season, Archie started a violent uh, street patrol, kind of a Sons of Odin deal of <laughs> uh, young teenage boys in, from uh, the football team roaming the streets with bats and crowbars. Oh my god. Uh, as a direct counterpoint uh, to Jughead's gang, um, Jughead leads a gang now what? called the Serpents. 
Um, like a like a mean beat people up kind like of like a biker gang gang. Oh my god! Um, yeah, he he. Ooh, scoffs. That's a thing from Quiver. People <laughs> scoff in Quiver all the time. And we We're reading the away. subtitles. I have um, um I have a, a shirt that says scoff because in the first season we totally like made a shirt because <laughs> Detective Land scoffs so much. That's oh, adorable. Is this her mom? That's Hermione. Uh, the spectacular so Hermione Lodge. So young. Yeah, very nice. Also, all of these men are beautiful. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're all here to court Veronica. What an eye candy show. Um, they're also sort of here to court her as like pseudo business romance. Because the gang families, there's, right. they've dealt a lot with the mafia family thing this season. Um, okay. So Betty's dealing with a snatchy Drew discovery that her dad is probably a serial killer. Right. Okay. So that's what that's yeah. her decision now is that she thinks that it's her dad. Exactly. Now she's okay. bringing Cheryl in on this. Interestingly, she's not trusting Juggy. She's not trusting Archie, her friends. Oh. Cheryl, who. Partially because last season, Cheryl's dad turned out to be the murderer who killed Jason Blossom, oh, who shot him full of blood. Yeah, so um, what Cheryl did was confront him, so he hung himself in the barn and then she burnt their mansion down. So Betty's oh kind God. of looking for a hey. Like, how do, how you do we deal, deal with, with this? this? Okay, interesting. <laughs> how do you deal with a murderer dad? Mm-hmm. That's an interesting uh, dilemma here. And an unusual skill and qual- special qualification to bring to the table, perhaps. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. But it is, a, like, a sort of a bonding thing for them. Like, do they, does she, does Cheryl bond with, like, either Betty or Veronica, or is she sort of, um, she's her own Poorly. Okay. She, yeah, like, she's her own, she's her own entity, and right. she occasionally tries to make friends, but she yeah. usually blunders it pretty good. Right. And lashes out vindictively, but she's becoming cool. a real girl, slowly. <laughs> do we really like Betty? I feel like I really um, like Betty. Betty is amazing and sharp, but also she literally delivered a man to a serial killer and stood there coldly counting down the seconds that he had left to run away. So Betty is fascinating because she's both slick and effective as a reporter, as an investigator, but she is also, they keep feeling, in world they call it Betty's dark side. Um, And they've dealt with these uh, kind of BDSM sexual urges as one iteration of it. Um, with Jughead, with uh, a few other things. Oh, another scoff. Um, but she uh, also, like, the whole arc this season has been this serial killer sees something he recognizes in her and is oh. trying to bring out. That's um, super creepy yep. and interesting. Down to, like, sending her creepy phone instructions and, what? like, trying to bury Archie alive. And, oh, my um, God. It's been an intense season. Yeah. That, well, this is, like, more interesting than I feel like I gave it credit for. But it's definitely, I don't know if it's something that I would have been able to stick with, like, all the way through. It's so stuff. ridiculous. It's called it's the Dark just... Circle. Archie's militia group is called the Dark Circle. And that's what the Lodges are trying to start up again, is the Dark Circle? Um, the Lodges are playing all sides against each other. Oh, okay. uh, So a militia gang is a way to stir chaos. This, his... this is his militia gang. They're... That's Reggie. Oh, that's Reggie. That's hot, hot Reggie. Oh, yeah, Reggie's very hot. What? They're all too brightly colored to be a gang. Kevin so... Keller. Ah, oh yeah, there. Um, that was Moose. Okay, cool. Um, that's Moose. Oh, uh, oh yeah, Moose, Moose. Moose occasionally hook up, hooks up with Kevin in the woods. Nice. Um, it was an issue that was relevant in a very different way before Midge was straight murdered. Oh, okay. Um, there was a yeah. whole plot line that oh, <laughs> took was just a l- murdered. That's crazy. Straight up murdered. Um, there's been a bunch of murders. Miss Grundy. Um, oh yeah, a Ms. bunch of supporting characters. They did some weird stuff with Miss Grundy. Really? Miss Grundy was a young hot teacher sleeping with Archie. Right. A whole I do remember that show. controversy from the first. <laughs> year. So Moose and Reggie and Archie are all friends. Oh yeah. Well, sort of. They're all football team buddies. Okay. And is... they're brothers in arms. This is Juggy's gang. 
who've been forcibly integrated into Riverdale High. That's Tony with the pink forcibly hair. Forcibly integrated? Oh yeah, their their um their school got shut down in a lodge scheme, so now oh. they all moved here. Uh, Interesting. Ooh, so, is this like a like a two on two like yeah, snaps, the north side snaps, and the oh snaps. this is the greatest they should write a musical oh they leaned right into it they had a drag race episode oh it was great so are Jughead and Archie not friends well they're friends it's been tense this season okay. but they're definitely friends I will give prop to Jughead for having a girl on his team and mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah maybe not so much on mm-hmm. the other one girl at least mm-hmm. uh, Tony Tony has earned her place in that gang um, so that girl is Tony then. Uh, this pink is, hair. This yeah. is the pink hair? Okay. Our beloved Tony Topaz. Cool. And she's dating Cheryl. Yes. Wonderful. After briefly being teased as a um, love interest for Jughead, and oh. then hard left left turned. Gotcha. Which we all approve of. Okay. Um, two episodes, no, three episodes ago, she and Veronica broke into the, seeky, the, the secret creepy nun convent, where <laughs> Cheryl was being forcibly held for conversion therapy. Oh my uh, god. And they had a great, like, kiss romance moment being chased by creepy nuns down oh. a dark hallway. <laughs> I mean, that's terrible, but also kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> it was a fascinating way to introduce some intense subject matter. Um, yeah. Uh, this so, is, is this... Fangs. He's a member okay. of uh, Jughead's gang. He's actually been Thanks. teased as a potential love interest for uh, Kevin, but has also been associated with Midge. Okay. He's um, under suspicion for Midge's murder, though he's uh, obviously not. Um, okay. He was the assistant director to Kevin Keller on their school musical, oh. where Midge was murdered at the school musical. Oh, FYI. so that's why. Gotcha. Exactly. Um, so, I think we like Fangs so far. They call far. him Jones? That's weird. Yeah, it's because his dad w- w- ran the gang, and that, so he inherited the gang while FP was in jail. Uh, who was in jail? Uh, FP. Forsyth P. Jones the first. Okay. Uh, Skeet Ulrich. <laughs> okay. Jackhead's hot dad, oh. who you'll see a little later. Gotcha, and yeah. he inherited the game from his dad. Exactly. Uh-huh. So I love this scene because it's Veronica being business savvy, and oh, okay. because she's now got a million dollars of illegal money, and oh. she thinks this is her in for the family business. I think, right? Gotcha. Because gotcha. all of these suitors are business offers. So right. she, it's like I love that she puts on her smart glasses. She hunkers yeah. down and she starts working. Right, to, like, interview these men. Is this a diner? Is this, mm-hmm. like, one of their spots? Oh, yeah. this is Pop's Chocolate Shop. Oh, does Pop exist? Pop's, Pop's exists. How exciting. Pop's is wonderful. I don't think we see him. Oh. But it's all on Netflix, Amanda. You can That's, watch it after. I know, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, Veronica is still, like, not as aware as she really, really should be how much of her gang, a gang family is, like... <laughs> right, yeah. Like, they literally... At her confirm had like a party for her confirmation with all the gang families Jeez. from around the world. So Veronica's kind of a little bit like out of it, like doesn't quite get the gravitas of like her family's like it's evilness. Like she does, but she doesn't get how many people get shot. Right. Oh, it, like she gets of that them. that's sketchy, but she doesn't realize how many people they personally have murdered. Right. Is okay. kind of the vibe. Gotcha. So have they like showed? Mm-hmm. Oh them yeah. Right? Oh, the lodges. Oh, yeah. People? Yeah. No. The lodges have had a. Bunch of people killed. That's terrible. <laughs> Wait, have they had people killed or have they killed people? Because it's weirdly... They've had people it's, killed. It's a weird yeah. circle that they can get around. Yeah, they very specifically oh. had people killed. Is Greg killed. Berlanti a producer on this? I no guess. No way. His name just floated past us, so... Greg Berlanti killing it on CW. He's doing all this <laughs> stuff. Greg Berlanti's our guy over on all the DC shows, so... Mm. Okay. Apparently so, all the CW shows. all the CW shows um, are Greg Berlanti, so... So, Kevin's dad, the sheriff, just retired, and Lodge brought in oh. his bot guy, who is this new sheriff, who is uh, obviously just setting up so that Archie can murder the serial killer, and 
prove his place in the gang. Interesting. So Archie can murder the serial killer? That's the plan. So Archie started this militia because the serial killer first shot his dad at Pops. Uh, And that has been his dad's big health problem. So a lot of this this season has been Archie's PTSD and responding with violent impulses. Um, There's been a lot of him sitting up in his hallway at night with a bat. Oh my god. Yeah, like, like, it's been a... It's been a ride this season. There was a lot of Archie pulling a gun on people and going to instigate gang fights, and, uh, yeah. Archie really almost got a lot of people killed this season. (laughs) (laughs) I guess not quite the same as the Archie comics in which he just screws up a lot and then people around him help. Exactly. Not quite, but not all that different. Archie screws up a lot and other people help. So... he is, so this is like an interesting thing where I'm kind of watching it. He does seem kind of passive as a mm-hmm, character mm-hmm. comparatively with everybody else. And is yeah. that like an ongoing thing? Like, do you guys find that when yeah. you're watching all of the shows that he sort Ar- of is... Archie is everyone's pawn. Oh, um, okay. And a lot of the, the struggle that's played with him is these moments where he changes allegiance. Oh, and it's usually okay. over a moral struggle or a fear response. Right. And that's really been a lot of Archie's plot is, is these really strong pulls in different d- directions that each... Um, play morality, please, in different ways, right? Mr. Lodge plays this law and order thing to play him like a play him like a harp, right? Um, gotcha. A prison will bring security and jobs. Um, dealing with gang violence, dealing with the South Side, these heavy law and order lines are being hypocritically played up to, uh, to manipulate Archie. Interesting, right? And uh, what is that thing about Papa Fry killing Papa Poutine? Papa Poutine, Papa and Poutine was the Quebecois fun. gangster from Montreal. Uh, amazing. Um, who Archie overheard uh, planning to rub out Mr. Lodge, okay. recorded up, and Papa Poutine was gangland-style executed that night. Okay. Um, yeah. Wow. So technically, Archie's responsible for Papa Poutine's murder. Um, what's up with the not Dell computer? Like, uh, some how Dell paid some Dell money, I guess. Still exists. Um, note how spectacularly and frequently Betty picks locks. It's okay. just a thing that, nice, that she just does. <laughs> she's she hot wires cars and she picks locks. They kept handy Betty Cooper in oh, a spectacular that's good. way. That's exciting. Um, yeah, so she's currently basically investigating her dad, right, to see if he is right. actually the serial killer. Right. Were Midge and Moose dating? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. That was a thing. It was... And is Miss Grundy... Uh, so Miss Grundy was killed this season? Oh, yeah. Super dead. Oh, but this season by the same serial killer. It wasn't yeah. anything for last season. Exactly. She was so. murdered in part of the setup. Okay. Was, they kind of cleaned up those weird loose ends from last season. Interesting. Okay, yeah. Uh, interestingly, they also, like, they had her murdered shortly after showing her with another young student, so they kind of oh. established that she actually did have a predatory pattern. Oh, interesting. Um, which throws an interest, like, I'm I'm actually really grateful for that, because I feel like they re- reflected and saw what in season one was kind of over the line of taste in that right. regard. Right, right. Um, I did think they handled it reasonably well in season one, okay. but ultimately it's just like, it's not a plot I liked. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do that sort of interesting thing where they're like, this person shouldn't be mourned because they're killed because of this reason or something like that. Mm-hmm. Which is, as, I don't know, which is like an interesting or weird yeah. line to skirt, so. Um, so Betty just picked up a call pretending to be her mom and mm-hmm. is going to check out a body at the morgue that she suspects might be her brother. Okay. Um, tips from the morgue are just the sort of thing Alice Cooper has coming. Just, she just... Why? Because she's... she's the cutting edge reporter oh, in town. Oh, Alice Cooper's Alice reporter. Cooper. Wait, who's this guy? Uh, this is Juggy's dad. This is F.P. Oh, Jones. Oh, this is and it's Skeet Ulrich. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. he's very pretty. Uh huh. 
I, him on a motorcycle oh, with nice. Cole Sprouse riding motorcycle behind nice. him. Nice. Interesting. Um, anyway, he's working at Pops and going the straight and narrow after running a gang. Uh, um, and you really do discover that his gang work is very much about keeping this uh, very on-the-edge-of-poverty community together. Uh, uh, and the gang okay. is interestingly established as being... Um, uh, a continuation of tradition from an indigenous com community that was um, largely driven out and killed from the region. Wow. So, in fact, Tony's grandfather is the last indigenous member of the Serpents, this gang, no something way. they established this year, that uh, this season. That's Super interesting. Cool. Yeah, for sure. It was a heck of a plot. I was really impressed by that work. Nice. Okay. Mm. There's a lot of like, ooh, you're next sinner? Yep. Uh-oh, dun-dun-dun. Fred was one of the long-standing targets of the hood. Right. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, okay. one of so the people, first people targeted. People have, like, wanted to kill him. Yeah, he got shot. Nearly died a bunch. Yeah, so this threat is uh, kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah, fair. And so they, it's all this, nobody, we don't know as an audience mm -hmm. either who the Black Hood is. Correct. Right? They, okay. They've dropped a lot of heavy, heavy hints. Um, okay. Actually, remember Mr. Spenson? Spenson? Yeah, the goofy janitor with the, the uh, broom mustache. Oh, yeah! Yeah, so in this world, he was a sad, abused loner who was um, shot by the police after trying to bury Archie alive oh and my had God. the Black Hood thing uh, pinned on him completely in the oh, hey, half Gray. season. Good to see you around here, Mackenzie Gray. <laughs> the um, the midway point finale, cool. as you were. I, is love, he, I is... love how many people you recognize. Was Mackenzie Gray recurring? No, he's not. This oh, is, yeah, really? this this is, is just, just a guest like spot, a I think. Interesting. Mackenzie okay, cool. Gray being the corner of the moment. Yeah, and he's gonna, he's in everything in Vancouver. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Um, this is not Chick. This body okay, is not so Chick, so Betty is not an accomplice to Chick's murder. Okay. Betty is already an accomplice to a murder her mother committed mid-season. Oh my god. Uh, to protect Chick from an angry drug dealer. But it wasn't um, actually Chick, right? No, fake Chick to protect fake Chick... Uh, from a drug dealer, Alice Cooper beat the man over the head and hit his body. Betty walked in on it and helped them. So Betty's not an accomplice to this particular murder, but Betty is already an accomplice to a murder. So his, her mother killed somebody? Oh yeah, straight murdered a guy. Did did they did they deal with that? Oh they no they they hid the body. What? They buried the body. That's not they um, both together buried the body. Yeah, at, Jughead and FP actually made sure they did it right, but oh they handled God. it spectacularly because Jughead is Betty's boyfriend and fp dealt with everything it was it's so because great to see a tv dad gangs? yeah yeah but he knew how serious it was and he oh. also recognized as a responsible parent i think is was my read to help jughead not get more into that mess than than he oh. already was gotcha. like it was fascinating also fp and alice have history oh yeah Aww. um yeah <laughs> it's a great it's a great it's it's everything super weird. it's super weird alice is a beautiful character they okay. built her up so much this is alice yeah? this is alice okay. um nice. she was in season one very much the like upright christian mom oh, okay but we've discovered since that she used to be a member of this gang she used to have a thing with uh Jackie's dad oh. she's got a wild side she's kind of gone through this huge arc She's a very dynamic and over-the-top character, yeah. but, um... I love how much you refer to him as Juggy. Like, you've done it a whole bunch of times now, <laughs> and it's just the cutest thing. Um, There's a lot to say. I need that so, extra syllable. I know, no, it's the, good. The extra, that D sound yeah. saves milliseconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so this is Betty feeling really guilty about Cheek. And so that was yeah. kind of a cute scene we talked over, it, but, like, about yeah, yeah. Cheryl and Betty. Like, Cheryl kind of oh, comforting totally. Betty. It was, like, a nice moment. It really was. It was Cheryl's cart slowly growing. Aw. Um, I think. Now, she's what she's really doing here, which is great, is she's feeling out her dad by confessing some of this stuff, oh, right? Oh, right. That okay. she fed fake chick to the serial killer. 
Right. Because she thinks it's him. Oh, right. So it would be, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, how is he, like... Mm-hmm. How is he reacting? Like, that look of the, like, you mm-hmm. know with me. That's a very suspicious look. Yeah. Um, she found, I think, they broke into the, um, his place already, right? Yes, they did, yeah. And she found the daytimer where he's, like, been mm. busy all the time since yeah. somebody has been killed, so... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Circumstantial evidence, but... And then yeah. he's not giving her much. Um, we've disliked Tyler Cooper for a long time, but he's giving us nothing this episode, and it's clearly well plotted, like mystery. He either is totally the killer or totally not. He's awful. And, he's but like, a jerk. But you know what would be great is like him being awful and a jerk. It's better if he's not. The I know. Killer. Right? Like that's like the more interesting choice. Uh, you might be right narratively. So but like narratively, it's like a where. more interesting choice. But I don't know if they double down on. Oh, is this is that Kits? That's yes. like right there. We're, we're literally two blocks from um, that school. No, that's right not now. Kits. That's Lord Bing. Oh, Lord Bing. Which yeah. Is, what, whatever. They do shoot at Kits as well. Ten blocks yeah. from here instead of five blocks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yes. Princess, Principal Weatherby. Weatherby is also annoyingly underused. Oh. He's fun when he's there. Weatherby. Okay, um, so they're arresting Fangs, the gang kid, um, and they do an. Excellent job here establishing the tension that he is actually going to probably be beat to death by gang violence. Oh, really? Like, in uh, jail? N- no, or by those like, kids oh, behind really? him. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm impressed oh, oh. with Knife. how this episode approaches this tension. Right. Right? Of who... Um, what justice looks like for different people, right? Oh, interesting. Why would they announce on a PA that somebody was being arrested? Well, they, they announced for him to come to the office. Oh, and then clearly the police were impatient. Gotcha. Um, okay. Establishing new new chief is a jerk. Gotcha. Or new sheriff is a jerk is, you know, what That's we're figuring fair. out. Um, yeah, Veronica keeps trying to be in the family business. And it's, it's like she keeps failing, but she doesn't seem to know quite why. And I really think it is down to her parents are actually mafia. Oh, and right. she's and not she's so... actually playing a mafia game, right. right? And she wouldn't, she wouldn't really go to that right level. It's it's so interesting. Like last, ep- well, she did. You know, she roofied a guy and ransomed for a million last right. episode. But she wouldn't have killed him, right? And that's a thing yeah. that I don't think she realizes she's missing, right? But it's, that... it's every time there's been a few episodes where she's done something like that, and it's so great watching her parents realize what she's done oh. and their face drop because. They they know what she's playing with, oh, and it's straight murder. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do they like want her to go down their path, or are they trying to keep her out of it? They're trying to protect her. It's, okay. I feel like that's kind of a conflict for their characters. Right. Is that yes, she's in the family, but right. they are still trying to protect her. Right. And yeah. they, so it's like they can't let her in all the way, and that's part of it. And it's like yeah, like they don't want to yet. Right. Right. Yeah. So do, so this relationship seems pretty good between... Yeah, Archie and his dad, it's great, actually. If anything, Archie needs more parenting. Like, it's kind of shown that uh, his dad's not around that much, um, oh, but okay. wants to be and is lovingly trying to be. Switchblade uh, clicks. Okay, so this is the um, the Serpents, and that's Jughead's gang. Yeah, this is the Serpents bar. So they're, oh, um, Jughead's gang's bar. Yeah. Gotcha. Reggie, why are you being a jerk? Yeah, right? What a jerk. Reggie's fun. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so, so... This is part of what you were talking about, how he sits around with a bat? Exactly. Mid-season Archie, when the serial killer was on the on the loose, would sit in their foyer all night wow. and not sleep. 
And his dad didn't notice this either. Was an interesting thing that he was hiding all of this serious trauma from his dad. Right. Um, For a little while, he uh, thought he was being stalked by an FBI agent. Um, A bunch of crazy stuff. It turned out to be an agent of Hermione Lodge, actually feeling him out his loyalty and testing him. Interesting. Yeah, not Hiram. Hermione. Interesting. Um, this is uh, formerly Mayor McCoy, um, oh. Josie's mom. Oh, gotcha. Okay, who cool. really should be featured more constantly. Nice. Um, and so Archie and and uh, Jughead not really getting along in this episode because their gangs are reaching up. Their, yeah, their gangs are so. literally trying to hurt each yeah. other. Right. Um, it's like, how do you deal with that? Yeah, but they're yeah. It's, and this guy is one of Archie's members or one of Jughead's one of Jughead's. Members? Okay. Yeah, yeah. who's okay. being held for the murder of Midge, who was associated through Moose. With the football gang. Ah, uh, Yeah, gotcha. the football militia. So it is like a Romeo and Juliet type situation. Yeah, yeah. Here. it's Jets Or more the, of a West Side Story type situation. It's very West Side Story. <laughs> Which is um, like... Right yeah. down to race and class dimensions. Yeah, crazy. I mean, I guess there's like tried and true stories that mm-hmm. have certain substance to them, so... I'm horrified to constantly see my dear boy Kevin in the gang. Yeah. Um, dear boy Kevin needs to stay the heck out of the gang. Um, okay. Dear boy Kevin is precious. Is... In one episode, he tries to teach Veronica to play Dungeons and Dragons, Aww, and it's he's, he's just a sweet little nerd. That's so exciting. Who occasionally just, goes hooking up in, in the forest. Reggie is my favorite. Reggie's gorgeous. He is so pretty. Um, yeah, him flirting with Cheryl Blossom is hilarious. Just gun show, and oh, he's smarmy terrible. duck face. Love it. But who also is now kind of technically leading a violent militia that Hiram is buying off. I can't, like, it's so weird to me that they all have Letterman jackets. (laughs) Yeah. And they're like a gang with Letterman jackets. Like, what? Oh, we gotta watch the Drag Race episode. It's beautiful. Cheryl Blossom... In in oh, Daisy Dukes no drops way. the the flag. Oh, it's spectacular. It's so cheesy. Mm-hmm. I love this show. So Veronica is so competent, right? Like so getting she she's getting player. an attorney for a child. Oh, um, like why is she? Why the color she want... and the lighting and the set for Cheryl oh, is always spectacular. Yeah, Just pointing that out. Occasionally, she's always doing something amazing, like archery practice or really? reading romance novels by the pool in the dead of winter. Interesting. Um, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Betty's investigating more. Betty right. is full Nancy Drew and it's amazing. She's horrifyingly competent most of the time. Um, they lampoon it themselves this one episode. That she's like super driven. Much? Oh, they okay. show her from like someone else's perspective kind of on a mission and oh. it's hilarious how like obsessively narrow focus she gets. <laughs> um, but she is almost always right with her investigative gotcha. And this is too. a place her dad is renting? Yes. Ooh, so they're scoping it out for serial creepy. killer hideout. Right? Yeah. Or maybe he's just... See, the thing is, maybe he's just shmarmy mm-hmm. and has mistresses His family and picture, stuff. which... Like uh, like, oh, yeah, he was banging Cheryl's mom, who is oh. now a, a high-class madame. Okay. <laughs> wow, because that's what you do after your <laughs> kid gets killed. Wow. After your husband murders himself after murdering your son, and then your yeah. daughter burns down the house with you in it. OMG. Wait, with her in it? <laughs> Holy, that's so crazy. Um, oh, yeah, okay, so she just discovered an auntie Drew that had a code... That oh, right, she cracked sure. that the black right. hood used. So this is incriminating as heck, right? Is the black isn't the black it's hood in fact too damn incriminating? Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't the black hood trying to like play with her head anyways? Mm-hmm. So like, wouldn't it make sense that mm-hmm. this is something that to he would up. place to try to get her to like? It super does. Think and about like I'm annoyed because I think Hal is our second fake out. We've yeah. had a few fake outs. Yeah. I think Hal's gonna be our second fake out unless they actually resolve it this season. They got two episodes. Too obvious that <sighs> he's it. It's true. 
I betcha that it is someone in one of the gangs that nobody cares about. Uh, oh, we do have Joaquin come back briefly in a few scenes. Uh, Joaquin comes back. Spoilers. Who's in that? Two scenes. Joaquin was the gang member who Kevin was dating in season one. Okay. Who was secretly an agent uh, spying on the kids and who uh, had a bittersweet parting at the bus station. I do just want to say how unrealistic it is that in a small town election there are only two, two candidates. People. Yep. Like, yep. aren't there a gajillion candidates usually I in mean, two, small town two elections? Ca- yes. Yeah. Two candidates. Um... Uh, an old friend with lots of ties to both of them would be moderating their debate. They mm-hmm. would clearly be formerly romantically uh, attached. <laughs> um, their children yeah. would be dating each other. Um, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Very realistic. Is this actor somebody? Who, like Ma- the Manchin? one that's moderating? Moderate? Yeah, yeah, that's that's Alice Cooper. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I was like, she she looks familiar. Oh, so that's what you mean by a friend that's... Yeah, it's a very... Mm-hmm. It's a little... This yeah. is the most sort of CWE thing that they've done so far is the like correct uh, the uh, two like, party the, race like, two here. party race between mm-hmm. but I guess that is quite American too I feel like maybe they do stuff like that in true more and more so in they the do States. a really great job of not like not coding things as Republican Democrat oh good um, and, Actually, and letting the issues yeah. sort of lay in ambiguous camps oh good like they both have very muddled diverse interesting platforms right. even though it is clear Lodge is evil Andrew's good right okay like, like but to be bluntly so. honest yeah yeah um, and we're getting some ominous setups of the Black Hood oh so the Black Hood is here the Black Uh-oh. Hood is here. With a rifle to kill the the Andrews people? Or we don't know who to kill? We don't know so who to kill. So she's looking for her dad, hey? Mm-hmm. She doesn't see him? Um, unfortunately, oh, there he, he is, is right there. Hey, look at that. It's not him. I'm not sold that this is the real Black Hood. Oh, yeah, well, that's true. It because be. the Lodges so. do some weird, creepy nod, nodding to each oh, other, okay. I think this is a Lodge setup. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes there sense. There are like three or four people uh, the, who are implicated in the Black Hood plot, right? Oh, gotcha. Um, okay. Uh, there's a few different possibilities, and I suspect because of the way they have pl- been playing the drama on this show. Right. And like, something Chloe and I talk about a lot is that we really believe they know what they're doing here. Uh, that like, okay, there yeah. really is some very intelligent television makers right. playing Twin Peaks, playing all these tropes. They know right. exactly who they cast as the parents, right? Right, yeah. That there are some very creative people playing in this um, dark sugar trash, cash grab <laughs> of a camp yeah. pop culture piece, right? So good. Like, they're doing the most with the with the ridiculousness that they have been asked to deliver. Nice. Um, it's uh, good when they don't go too far. Like, they just play in that sweet spot. It's yeah. like a good... They definitely roll past it a few times. Um, this episode, I think, is a really sharp example of them doing things right. Yeah. Um, within their core th- aesthetic. Yeah. Um, oh, are they... Th- they think this guy is the Black Hood? Mm. Oh, the, the, the jerk sheriff technically yeah. does, and is scapegoating him for the town, right? So gotcha. there's literally so a, like, a lynch mob outside right. the, the jail. And so it's like now that he showed up there, way. they think that it's not him, or it's like them oh, trying to be like, obviously, you release him. Yeah, right. And it's obviously not this kid, right? Who has yeah, 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 yeah. So here's her. This is interesting. I think it's a lodge plot, but Hermione is still shaking at being actively shot at. Right. Um. Honestly, the reason I think it's a setup is because no one was shot. On the oh, stage. Oh, yeah, right. Whereas uh, the dude's actually been really good at killing everyone he's tried to kill so right. far. And is he known to sort of come out into those big, grandiose ways and kill oh, people? Oh, hugely, yeah. He okay. uh, t- strikes at big events. Um, he okay. literally pinned Midge's corpse to a wall <gasps> uh, behind the curtain so up terrible. in their oh school musical. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it was... That is so terrible. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Well, um, he strangled Miss Grundy with a violin bow. A um, lot of horrible stuff. I do like, it. we pass it a little bit, but she did call him daddy. I do yes. love that Veronica calls him daddy. It's like a cute little, like, They keep that nod that. beautifully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is good. And I really like Camila Mendez's performance as Veronica. On the whole, I think she catches that bridey New Yorker thing. Like, they lean into Manhattan Veronica really, really well. Oh, nice. And they do update her and modernize her. Like, this Veronica knows how to buy party drugs. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a plot at one point yeah. that, like, oh, yeah, yeah. we need to... F- Set up a drug deal? Okay, I can do that. Right, As yeah, that's one fair. of Betty's investigations. That's good. My, it's not, I'm just gonna, one of my mm-hmm. most vivid memories from Betty and Veronica comics mm-hmm. is Veronica being so rich that she could buy a jumpsuit that had heaters inside it so she didn't uh-huh. have to wear coats. Uh-huh. And then the yep. heater going out halfway through, like, the <laughs> winter and her walking around like a big icicle. It's just, like, forever I will always remember that particular Archie comic, like, of Veronica being, like, a cocky rich person and it being, like, when your technology fails you... I love the contrast in stakes. Yeah, it is. Like, they are just so little comparatively. <sighs> oh, so, my, 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 it's my, been, my, It's taken them a decade to be able to share B&B. Yeah. Oh, they do a lot of um, parody names. Airbnb, his share B&B rental. Yeah. Um, you might have missed it earlier, because uh, we're watching with closed captions. Um, they're, uh, the local prison is called Shankshaw. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so cute. Truly, that one feels like it was a joke in the writer's room that right. someone forgot to edit out. It's right. a little too ridiculous yeah, coming no, no, out of the actor's mouths, but... It's so great. Yeah. So again, she's she's trying to pin it on her dad. She thinks she can, can like, catch him in it, even and, though and he's like, he was physically I'm not there. Um, I'm, yeah. And I'm really interested to see the payoff in the next two episodes of Veronica being, like, constantly trying to take up a business hand, right? Right. Because she was so rebuffed this episode. Right. Like, she right. had an actual legal plan put in place yeah. for this million dollars, and the fact that she was so rebuffed. Right. Um, and, yeah. Uh, Interesting. Oh, uh, what else could it be? Like, I don't uh, know, he doesn't seem that terrible in this episode, but I guess maybe that's the point. It's, yeah, this is the one episode like... he has been not completely off <laughs> He literally tried to bully his daughter into getting getting an abortion. Oh my god. After committing her to the crazy non-asylum for unwed mother- mothers. That's so crazy. The, the crazy non-asylum, by the way, works for everywhere. There's Joaquin, he's um, Kevin's him. former love interest. We, gotcha. We're glad he exists. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> it's complicated. Okay. Um, cool. he, yes, he's a hot... Hot wrong side of the tracks lover for Kevin. Excellent. Anyway, what works? What is nice a CW show if you don't have that? So yep. And are we not supposed to? Oh, oh, mm-hmm. he's not supposed to be talking to Reggie. He's not supposed to be talking to Reggie. Person. Mm-hmm. Egging Reggie on to do something rash and violent. Omg. I just had a terrible realization mm-hmm. that as a child, I thought the R on Reggie's jacket stood for Reggie. <laughs> I cannot believe that it's taken me this many years of my life because in the comics, he was the only one that wore it, oh, right? It's true. Like pretty regularly. Mostly. Like Mostly. I think Moose sometimes did too. Yeah. But I, th- I feel like I always identified the R and I could remember that he was Reggie because he wore the R jacket. Like, I feel like, even if I didn't think, I probably didn't think it too, because we well, all have leather, this Letterman jackets in Canada. is a good episode for you, because this is a right. Reggie-heavy episode. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. We, I want we to totally almost ordered Letterman jackets for our drama class when I was in high school. Really? But we were keeners with too much time. Yeah, no, it's awesome. <laughs> we just never, we, it's like, wasn't a thing in my, in my mm-hmm. school at all that we Letterman jackets it out. It costs stupid money. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Okay, um, so Veronica just flipped. She's now on team... Andrews, uh, 
And so, um, also, in the, like, this episode being a microcosm of everything that the show is, sexy teen. Oh, have they slept together Oh, yet? they've so slept together. Okay, this is the greatest lingerie. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Although she's not wearing her pearls. She wore her pearls into the shower with him. What? Yeah, she Weird. almost always has pearls on. Interesting. She's not wearing them right now. So, mm-hmm. anyway, so she's now just here being like, I hate my family and... Yeah, I'm, I'm Team Andrews okay. now. <laughs> and, obviously, Archie finds that the hottest thing in the world. The, finds that I, the oh god gotcha. I guess yes. loyalty I don't good. know yeah where he's it's like conflicted. yay oh pretty KJ that's good who else has he slept with in the show oh just Veronica okay. on screen officially yeah okay um he's cool. kissed Betty once while they were broken up but they were actually broken up and Veronica dealt with it maturely oh I they love it when they can do that the, the romance triangle but I still think they're a season or two from actually hitting the romance triangle personally right. yeah yeah that's fair yeah hopefully it sticks around for a little bit and yeah. you can get to get there. That's so the cool. And they, yeah, that was like, they sort of tried to set something up, I think, in the in the pilot where, like, he intru- he's introduced to both of them, but... They did, yeah. yeah. But then they, they kind of subverted it, I think. Right, yeah, I yeah. think they're really leaving that plot, yeah. um, which I think is really smart, because yeah. it's so, such a central, iconic plot, and they really would have no probably stuck themselves into a corner oh, yeah. if they went there for a season, oh, second yeah. season, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not long-haul planning, and yeah. again, these folks clearly know what kind of yeah. um, serial... Serial yeah. product they're making. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think she is actually essentially uh, setting up to gotcha her father here, which is impressive and insane. Okay, right? so she's going to be like... She's laying out all of her evidence. Um, right. and, and that includes a gun that's not evidence, but there in case she needs to murder her dad. Wow, okay. Yeah, so she's Betty's like, hardcore. she still believes that it's her dad, and it's like, it's not about the... You can see it in the cold, steely eyes that right, she gets yeah. after every one of her conversations with her dad, right? right. She's not convinced. And, like, yeah. they've dealt a lot with Betty's, like, kind of intuition. Right. And having always having a good sense when there's something not quite complete. <clears throat> right. Yeah, of everyone, I really think um, Betty is someone they've done, you know, some of the most creative and interesting weird stuff with. She does seem very, like, very different. It's mm-hmm. kind of cool. She's grown, pro- honestly, probably more than anyone. I think yeah. Jughead has had as much potential for growth, but I think they've spent a lot of it... Uh, well, they've spent some of his space letting him screw up. Right. In really fun, like, young, stupid teenager ways. Why is everybody being so terrible? Okay, this is outside of the jail, right? Because they all think that so-and-so Because this like... town's been harassed by a serial killer for months. Right, and they think it is this guy. Exactly, who murdered one this Northside girl, this nice young Northside girl. Right, Mitch. Yep. Okay, I'm loving the costume design in this show. So it's this revolver lovely. is from the um, Black Hood? No, she actually stole that from Miss Grundy last season. Oh, okay. For, it's, that's from an entirely different plot, but last week or so, Betty took it out as a, I still have this. Basically, uh, they introduced a checkoff gun at the beginning of the season with Archie, uh, and interestingly, they've kind of carried it through with this other second gun, uh, that they diffused it a third way in, and now they've kind of brought this tension back in. It feels like the same checkoff gun, even though it's a different gun. So this is fascinating, because Jughead's whole big lesson here has been learning how to truly um, stand game. aside oh. with his gang. Oh, right. Okay. Rather than trying to fix it off and be the be the vi- vigilante himself. Right. right? Interesting. So it, it's down to this kid's probably going to get lynched if he walks in this crowd. Right. So, so they all to... have to walk together Whoa, in a very to kill a mockingbird actual risk violence way. Yeah. See, so, his dad, the dad taking care being of him. Like, I will, I got your back. Or yeah, basically perp walking. Yeah. Fangs this kid through this mob. 
Um, and I, I love how they actually capture the stakes for people who are caught on the wrong side of these issues. Right. Um, yeah. they really show a wonderful empathy for the serpents, the gang members mm -hmm. as kids who were born into it and who don't right. have any choice. Right. And so they're letting, culture. oh, Reggie, don't be a jerk. Oh right. no, Reggie, what did the lodges get you to do? Yep. How is he able to just break through? That guy is not standing his ground. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, Reggie's is, good at mom. Look at their crowd, like, budget. Right. This is awesome. They have some money they're, to throw around on Riverdale. Their lighting is Holy, always is crisp and sharp and so stylized. Yeah. Archie, save the day, Archie. Go get him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Don't let Reggie shoot anybody because it'd be bad for everybody. It's, it's shocking how he can get through so easily. Really bad for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Run, Archie. Run. Go faster. Yay! Mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. No? What's going on? What? Woman screams. Mm -hmm. Does that mean someone just died? Mm -hmm. Well, got shot. By this gun? Maybe. We don't know. But Fang's got shot. <gasps> no! By who? It might be Reggie, but we don't know. Really? Mm-hmm. No. And if it was, it was with the tackle falling gun. And Archie and Reggie are now holding a gun that Together? may or may not be smoking. What? Is mm -hmm. this the end of the show? Just about, but that's oh. not even the last note of tension. We don't want Fangs to be the one that dies, we do we? We super don't. This guy looks so much like Cole Sprouse. Like, it's a weird yeah. casting choice. Yeah, it was it's, funny. It's, it's like, like Paul he... Weird. Yeah. Well, they, they they had him kind of rivally in oh, the beginning. Oh, okay. A little Interesting. bit. Yeah. He challenged Jughead's uh, okay. ganging a little it's, bit. It's weird that they would cast somebody that looks so similar. Yeah. But. I think it was intentional. Anyway. Yeah. No, the actual heavy tension moment is Betty waiting to... Like, confront her dad. Yup. And think... In an empty gym where she's... I I read this as she's straight up ready to murder her dad if, right. if that's how this is all going to come down. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh-oh. Is Cheryl going to die? No. Black Hood is not there? I truly believe they would not kill Cheryl. Um, because riots. Really? Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, but it's, but it's him. Mm-hmm. Hey. And they ended yeah. with her screaming yeah. instead of dying. Oh, uh, she's gonna die. So, I don't, you know. You don't think so? Okay. I don't think they'll kill Cheryl. Uh, okay. Also, they just brought Cheryl out of the closet. They would not kill Cheryl. Oh, yeah, because that right would be, now. that would be terrible. Exactly. So. Okay, welcome to Riverdale, Yay! Amanda! Hey, I made it through my first Riverdale episode, start to finish. How was that experience? That's fun. I like it. I like, so I had, I used to have this thing for a real long time where I couldn't um, watch stuff in the middle of it. I had to watch things from start to finish or I was so worried about stuff. Mm. I need to just start being more laissez-faire with television <laughs> and just being able to be like, I can jump in now. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, I think it's a, it's a thing about serial television that it the good stuff is really made for you to fall into whenever yeah. you want to. And yeah. of course you can go back and rewatch it, right? Yeah, and like catch um, up and if it's good enough. I've been thinking about that a lot. Um I've been catching up on Jane the Virgin recently. And Don't spoil it for me. I won't spoil it. I, I won't spoil up. it. Yeah. Uh, but oh, they do such things with a telenovela format. Oh, and in the more recent season they've been actively saying just like a telenovela, which this is. Right. Um, oh, with right, the narrator. Yeah. And it's it's like they're they're not just owning this homage, but saying fully, yeah, we're we're leaning into this format and structure and introducing it to an American audience. That's oh, our so explosive cool. mandate. Nice. And owning some of the dramatics of serial television, which includes, I really think, the ability to jump in oh, whenever. Okay. Um, nice. I haven't tried it with Jane the Virgin yet, but 
I feel I like I don't, I don't know if I could jump into Jane the Virgin. I want, <laughs> I'm actually invested in like starting to, I feel mm-hmm. like, oh, I started watching it when I came to visit you in Japan. Oh yeah, I was on a big Jane the Virgin binge You there. were, and that's when I started watching it, and it was yeah. pretty good. I introduced it to you yeah. and my dad, well, yeah. on both, well, nice. but well, both of you visited me in Japan. <laughs> Which is awesome. <laughs> Very cool. Very random thing mm-hmm. to associate with Japan. So, uh, I have a lot of weird random associations yeah. with Japan. So, um, yeah. my question, plot point wise, and like mm-hmm. speculative. Yeah. Who, if it's not Hal, who is this murderer? You know, we don't have another clear uh, standout leader. Okay. But um, for me, the lesson from the first seasons who done it was that they didn't actually want us to figure it out ahead of time. Oh, okay. I think. Um, they. Uh, I think they're very good with red herrings. They're very good with twists and turns. Right. I don't think they want us to be more than two or three episodes ahead. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't think they... I don't know that we actually... They've not thrown heavy shade on anyone but Hal. Okay. And they've only started two or three episodes from recently. Right. Dropping the heavier Hal hints, although he's been a candidate for a while. Gotcha. Um, and I, I feel like they don't melt these reveals too much, partially because... Um, there's so many over melodrama twists to right. this show. Gotcha. They really embrace that as an ongoing. Cool. Uh, so mm-hmm. her brother, Betty's yeah. brother, Big that chick. died. Yeah. No, the the one, the real one. Real that chick. died. Yeah. How did he? So he got killed and and like cut yeah up by or fake something? by fake chick off screen. Before Has he that ever been appeared. confirmed? No, it hasn't. Because my guess, having <gasps> no context for anything, oh. and the reason that he's tormenting Betty is because like she didn't know that it was like oh that my he was dead. Goodness. So my would, guess is oh. that it's real Betty's brother. Amanda, that's a brilliant guess. So, that's a brilliant, brilliant guess. Just like um figuring out, like, who could be brought in at the last mm-hmm. moment, but you still have connections to and would, like, play there, on the characters. There is this other thing going on that, mm-hmm. um... Oh, my God. To say it out loud. Uh, <laughs> Cheryl's evil father's identical twin brother showed up at the reading of his <laughs> oh will God. and is now scheming with Cheryl's evil mother to potentially murder or otherwise remove Cheryl and Nana Rose, the insane, um, witch grandmother, um, of Cheryl... Uh, out of her inheritance or something, wow. they're scheming like super evilly. And Clifford, or, Clifford's one of them. Uh, one <laughs> of the Blossom dudes, yeah. the evil twin brother, yeah. might also be in the running. But partially because the Blossoms were also implicated in this thing that Hal's father was implicated in with Mister Svensson about this uh, vigilante justice k- killing of a, a murderer from decades ago. <laughs> um, so there's this huge like mystery from the thick 50s that is unresolved and I think they do a really interesting job of harkening back to all of this like unresolved tension from the parent generation oh, or from the grandparent nice. generation of the 50s of the like actual vintage oh, Archie timing awesome. um, That's cool. but they play those as fairly dark and serious worlds that have real calm, real ramifications for these young sexy teens that's awesome um, yeah so there's a whole other subplot thing happening that seeds that there's this big old multi-generational conspiracy that how the Blossoms are in, and it's like, we're not sure who's in which who's where plot. And Cheryl has Cheryl has her uh, her inheritance, like, she's still pretty rich. Um, she's not rich, but okay, she, but um, last episode, there. I think, or the one before, mm-hmm. um, blackmailed her mom again into leaving her and her nana the house. I think there are okay. some threats of violence There's again. She's threatened her mom's life a few times, but mm. her, Penelope earned uh, it, honestly. Okay, fair. Um, yeah. Cool. <laughs> So I want to leave you with my two other fondest Archie memories that are like contrast to things you talk (laughs) about. So I do remember one episode where 
um, or episode, I guess, comic book comic or thing. Book, yeah. Where it was Betty and Archie dating, and it was really cute because they both had something they really valued, mm. and it was like an anniversary, and they had to buy each other gifts, mm-hmm. and they each sold the thing they valued to buy the other person the gift they that they gift wanted. Magi. They did the gift thing. I remember but it's like, that comic. Yeah, but it was like where they like got the thing, like it was like bought a record for a record player, yeah. and then the record player had been sold or like bought. So I remember that I remember being that really cute. very story, Amanda. Yeah, it was very cute. And then another one, I just remember Reggie spending a bunch of money, or somebody, Reggie or Archie, I feel like Reggie was supposed to be rich, so it doesn't make sense if it's Reggie, but I feel like it's Reggie in my head, spent a bunch of money to, like, get ready for this date, like, got a nice car detail, got a really nice suit, all this stuff, and then, like, asked the date where they wanted to go, and he's like, why don't we just go watch planes take off? And they're like, why aren't you taking me out for dinner? And they were like, because I spent all this money getting ready for the date. And it was that like was this a really payoff gag? It, it was a payoff gag. It was like a one-page thing or whatever. But oh. I do remember. So, like, fond memories of all the different characters. I have a Veronica one. I have Betty and Archie ones. I have Reggie ones. At least in my head, they're Reggie ones. Might have been a Moose one. I'm oh, actually yeah. really excited yeah. for more Reggie. Like, I, good, they've yeah. underused Reggie pretty badly. Um, I think part of that was to leave space for Cheryl and Kevin and uh, Josie to be more present in nice. the, like, A-plots. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but, yeah, it's... And he's now a main character for the next uh, season. Yeah, he'll be a, re- he'll be, so he'll be a, a series a regular. Series he and Tony awesome. next. I like him. I think he's doing a good a good job. I and agree. she's she's a cool... She seems cool, too, like that actress. Yeah, so. yeah. She was not very utilized in this and a lot of episodes, but I I'm glad she will be. Yay. Yeah. Well, good. Uh, thank you for those lovely, you. lovely memories. Yeah, um, I, I too have a lot, but of <laughs> course they've been um, overridden in interesting and novel ways <laughs> by the um, the whole new take of Riverdale. Yeah, it's a oh, lot. Right. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. There's a lot of differences, but it's kind of nice to have this underpinning of like these characters that you have. Everybody has their own relationship to a Riverdale yeah. character. Yeah, and so it's just nice to sort of see them used in these new ways and mm-hmm. and realizing that you can have new interesting stories. Like, no matter where you are, so. they Yeah, they've done brave and novel and creative things for all the wild and ridiculousness of it. Yeah. Um, big question. Mm-hmm. You're going to watch Riverdale now, you think? Oh, I it's don't know. It's all on Netflix. I'm going to be less scared of it. Good. And less, less sort Good. of, the thing for the, when you start a new show, like when it just comes on and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, this is me settling in for the long run. <laughs> Right, for a so good it's like, old binge there's a lot when... of like when, and sometimes shows don't really find themselves until like the fifth or sixth episode, right? Yep. So I think that uh, I'll say Riverdale finds itself pretty darn quick. Oh, does it? Yeah. Okay, good. So yeah. like I might like I could I could crack it back open. I kind of like these characters. I think they're interesting to come to and see where they've gone to. So the world awaits yeah. for you. Yay! Um, cool. Uh, thank you, Amanda. Yay! Uh, a couple housekeeping things, gang. Um, because we're coming up to the end of our season here, and I just want to kind of put the bug out. Um, Chloe and I are talking about what we're going to do over the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what other other Thunderquackians have done. Um, one idea on the table for us is to do a rewatch of season one and do oh, okay. a whole kind of second season of commentary tracks for that over the summer. Um, nice. so that's a possibility. Um, another thing, this, uh, Riverdale tour of locations could be a lot of fun, but not really a podcast episode. Maybe a little bit. We did a, there's also a Thunderquack YouTube channel, so you could do, like, video-based, like, video explorations or things like that. Yeah. That's what we played around with before. Um, one thing we did Mm -hmm. is we did the Summer of Smallville on Quiver, (laughs) 
because we talked so much about the Green Arrow's appearance on Smallville, right. so we watched the Green Arrow on Smallville. So, I mean, there's there's already going to be a Chilling Adventures of Sabrina podcast, okay. yeah. so we can't jump on that. But, you can't, but, but you can go back and like maybe yeah. review some of your favorite Archie comics or like things well, like that, fun. like going through like your favorite issues because and it'd be like a nice crossover Ooh, with like um, I will be in Alberta and so, I could go through yeah. the boxes, go through your boxes, find some classic Archie comics. That's something Ooh. that I kind of like as a as a like I like to do something that sort of relates. Okay. but like adjacent to what you normally get on the podcast yeah because they sort of come as these extra bonus episodes so well i wanted to open it up to y'all gang um okay. if anyone does have any ideas please um uh send us a tweet or post on the facebook group or message us on facebook or uh let us know if you have some something uh for us to do in the summer um a lot of considerations behind what we can do but um we're really excited um to keep up some energy and um uh, I guess keep y'all company a little bit while yeah. we all wait together for season three. Um, on uh, that uh, note, I guess, I also realized something we haven't done all year is um, ask uh, you, listener gang, um, if you really are enjoying the show, um, like, review, rate us on iTunes. Um, we uh, inherited a lovely existing infrastructure from uh, Anna, Anna and Tia. Uh, we're super grateful for it, but one thing... Uh, Consequentially, is we forgot to do a lot of like new podcast hype. Right. So, yeah. um, we, if, if you all are enjoying this <laughs> gang, um, it'd be super helpful for us to have more of a, a presence that way over in the reviews land. So, uh, thanks in advance for anyone who does. Yeah. It does help with the analytics and to get people like listening to the podcast or finding it more often if people yeah. have at least rated it or, or even just thrown up like a quick like, this is great. This is a kind of review on, on iTunes or it, things like that. So. It helps strangers find yeah. us. Yeah. Um, and I think that just about does it for us. Um, we'll be back next week, me and Chloe, for, um, I guess, our penultimate episode. Yeah. Um, thank you so much, Manda. Yeah, no uh, problem. That was so much fun. I can't go out with a... We have a whole shtick on Quiver. That, do you not Quiver's give people the, the Facebook and Twitter handles that people can reach you at or the emails uh, or anything like that? So, um, so the Thunderquack Podcast Network, <laughs> thunderquack.com. Um, you can also check out the Patreon for Thunderquack. Thunderquack, yes. like the Patreon. Yes. Um, Thunderquack is... Um, Amanda and I did a special Patreon-only podcast in yeah. uh, January, all about oh. fan fiction, a long, long, long uh, ramble about so that. So fun. If, uh, yeah, and anybody, so if you join on the Thunderquack um, Patreon, it's really cool. At the $1 level, you get access to a whole back catalog of extra podcasts. So oh, yeah. if you want to see, like, random podcasts. We just thank, thank Patreon. Yeah. That's that our usual shtick. But I guess, if any of you don't know, on uh, on Facebook, we are um, the Riverdale Gang Podcast. Yeah. Real straightforward. The Riverdale Gang Podcast? I think it's a the. the yeah. Look for a bright green yeah, uh, logo. Podcast, Riverdale yeah. Gang yeah. Um, likewise on Twitter, I think we're just Riverdale Gang. I don't yeah. think there's a okay. the on Twitter. Yeah. We're also on Instagram. I should know what that is. <laughs> um, no, our, our, our oh, outro stick is, uh, we just do a quick, uh, a land acknowledgement. Oh, um, nice. so, uh, Riverdale Gang is recorded, uh, and Riverdale is filmed on the unceded territories of Musqueam, Squamish, and tsleil peoples. And, um... You've already done our Patreon shtick, yeah, uh, an advanced can, Patreon shtick. Yeah, and find us individually on on Twitter too if you want to like follow. I'm at yeah. a Conkin, a k o n k i n. Uh, you can add an a six to that for Instagram. And mm-hmm. if you are a Riverdale gang listener and you haven't listened to Quiver before, <laughs> you can check out Quiver Podcast. Uh, the the email for that, or the uh, you can go to quiverpodcast.com to find information mm-hmm. about the podcast itself, or find us on social media. And uh, yeah. 
we'll tag we'll tag the Quiver Podcast in uh, yeah. in our Facebook post. Yeah. Um, if you're a superhero nerd, yeah. I know also the Thunderquack folks um, put up the Infinity Wars spoiler cast this yeah, week. Yeah, as a Patreon. So if, if you're uh, a keener for the yeah. Marvel world, yeah, that was cool. So I, I got to join Mike and uh, and Curtis and Tim for that. Uh, oh, for... we should talk Infinity Wars after this. Then, oh yeah, once we've stopped recording. So good. Um, yeah, so that's, anyway, sorry, those are... I have a dissenting opinion. Details. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the spoiler cast was really interesting, and of course, I always, cast. I always yes. add uh, alternative uh, points of view to things, so it's, it's good. Excellent. But, sorry, I made your, like, ending go on so long, because me and Mike try to, like, wrap stuff up, and then I always, like, <laughs> derail it. We're, but, um, we're ramblers. We're ramblers here in the Excellent. gang. That's good. Um, Thanks for having me, gang. It's so nice to be a part of the gang. I'll be an honorary member. It's so nice to have you and all y'all in the interspace. Mm -hmm. Um, Thanks again, Amanda. And until next week, gang, bye-bye.